What is all this? Margot. She's off on some crazy notion about health diets. Ah. This week she has me on carrots. Next week it'll be spinach, and heaven only knows where to end. Pardon me, please. Yeah, well, certainly. Hello? Huh? Okay, Cardona, send him in. I'll see him. You want us to leave, Commissioner? No, no, stick around. This is just routine. Some guy that thinks he's being... Mr. Weston, may I come in, please? Yeah, yes, yes, come ahead. John! John Reynolds! Well, aren't you going to say hello? Huh? Margo, how are you? I, I didn't notice. Well, I'm here too, John. Well, hello, Lamont. How are you? Commissioner Weston, I... Well, you all know each other. Oh, yes, yes we're old friends. Huh? Well, tell me, John, where have you been keeping yourself? Well, I... Uh... What are you doing here? Commissioner Weston, I need help. I tried to tell you on the phone... There was an attempted murder at my house last night. Murder? Now, look, Mr. Reynolds. I just got through reading the report on that business at your place last night. The man who entered your home was no more murderer than I am. He wanted to kill my wife. The report says it was the maid who was almost strangled. I know, I know, but that was a mistake. The killer thought... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's an old story to me. Burglar enters house. Someone sees him and yells, and he gets scared. But this man was a giant, a killer. Oh, sure, sure. It's always a giant or a killer or a mob when people are scared. I tell you, I saw the man myself as he escaped. Yes. A mountain of a man. Just as the maid described him when she regained consciousness. Well, then the maid wasn't killed. No, fortunately she wasn't. I tell you, it was the burglar. He got scared when the maid saw him and tried to stifle her screams. She thought she was being strangled, that's all. Uh, Reynolds, uh, why should anyone want to kill your wife? To get back... Well, no reason I can think of. Maybe I'm just... Lamont, what do you think? I don't know, Reynolds. Now, look, look, Mr. Reynolds. You go on home and don't worry. Lamont, look... Uh, just a moment, Margot. Reynolds, I'm inclined to think that the commissioner's right. You uh, should go home. No doubt about it. Whoever that prowler was, he's probably so scared he'll never come near your house again. Lamont, Margot, Lamont. please, will you be... Of course, if he ever does come oh, back... Oh, yeah, I, I dropped you. my handbag. Oh, I'll, I'll get, get it. I'll get it for you. No, I'm so sorry. Here you are. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Reynolds. Now, Mr. Reynolds, I guess that's about all I can do for you. Uh, sorry I disturbed you, Commissioner, but naturally I... Yes, don't, don't mention it. Don't mention it. It's, uh, that's what we're here for, the man comes back, why, you call us and we'll send some men over. Yes, of course. Thank you. Nice to see you again, Lamont. Spain. Well, thank you. I uh, think I'd better be going. Goodbye. 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 Don't worry. Come on, Lamont. We'd better be going, too. It's time for lunch. And I know the sweetest little health restaurant. Yes, I know. Carrots again. So long, Commissioner. <laughs> I wish the waiter would hurry. I'm starving. Yeah. Margot, I saw you deliberately throw your handbag on the floor in Weston's office. Why did you do it? I was trying to tell you something, but you wouldn't listen to me. Did you notice anything particularly about Reynolds' behavior? Mm, what do you mean? He was twisting and crumpling a piece of paper in his hand. Oh, so what? He was nervous. That's why I threw my handbag on the floor. Because he was nervous? Margot, I don't get it. But I did. What? I had a hunch about that piece of paper, and now I've got it. In the confusion of picking up the contents of my handbag, Margo. Mr. Reynolds didn't notice that I took the note away from him. You mean you took... Honestly, Margot, you do the darndest... Well, just thing... see what's written on that piece of paper, Lamont. Huh? Okay. Time is a cliff a mile high. Each step brings you closer to the precipice called death. For say. What does it mean? I don't know. 
Please. Oh, you're pressing. What are you doing? Get out of my way. I can't forgive it. Come on, Mr. Shrevey. Oh, Shrevey, the cab guy. Oh, waiter. Waiter. Wait, waiter. It's all right. He's a friend of ours. What? Oh, excuse me, sir. Certainly. I told you that, friends. I told you. Hiya, Mr. Cranston. Hiya, Miss Lane. Well, Shrevey. How did you know we were here? Well, I seen you get into your car in front of the police station, so I followed you in my cab. I followed you. You was driving like crazy, like crazy you was driving. N- not so loud, Shrevey, not so loud. <laughs> it was uh, Miss Lane driving, Shrevey. Uh, what can we do for you? Mr. Cranston, I got a problem, a problem I got. Oh, yes? Now, look, you got culture. So I says to myself, if you was Mr. Cranston, what would he do? I mean, what would I do? Well, what would he do, Shrevey? That's just it. I don't know. I asked myself, but I get no answer again. <laughs> What's bothering you, Shrevey? Well, last week, I'm driving a drunk all the way down to Jacksonville, Florida. Yes? When I get there, he ain't got the fare he ate. So I up and slugs him. And now it's on my conscience it's on. <laughs> oh, Shrevey. Well, what do you want me to do, Shrevey? Well, I got qualms, I got. <laughs> and what I want to know is, did I do right to slug him, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know, Shrevey. How do you like that? He don't know.